Hello, 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 hello. How is everybody doing today? Welcome back to the podcast, Game Talk with Dietrich, where we talk about anything ranging from sports in real life to esports. But today we've got some exciting news for Liverpool Football Club. And you already know, we're going to be talking about everything that happens in Liverpool, anything surrounding Liverpool or to do with Liverpool, anything that concerns the Reds, we will be covering it. So, big news that happened this morning, out of nowhere, the Porto winger, Luis Diaz has been linked to Liverpool. Some major and trusted sources from outside of the UK have confirmed it. And then a few hours later, Fabrizio Romano confirmed it. And this is what we know that Romano is probably the most trusted person in terms of uh, trade news ever. And this is from the Anfield edition on Twitter. Just three days ago, it was reported by the Echo that Liverpool were almost certain not to be signing anyone this month. 72 hours later, we agreed on a £37.5 million plus £12.5 million in bonuses deal for Louis Diaz. Absolutely crazy. And I've got to agree with that because we have been told for most of the transfer window, the winter transfer window to be more specific, that we weren't going to be signing anybody. And it's going to be quiet. Klopp was um, kind of happy with his squad depth for especially the AFCON period. But we've seen him be surviving without that. Uh, without our stars, being the likes of Mohamed Salah, Sadio Mane, and Abi uh, And we're going to touch on the squad depth for Leicester City uh, at home to Anfield uh, in, a mi- in a minute now with, with this new transfer news. So, now that... Diaz is a done deal from uh, FC Porto to Liverpool FC. Uh, we're going to see the significance of the effect that he has on the Liverpool squad. Uh, so as we know, he's probably one of the best players in the Portuguese league. And he's utterly insane. He has the speed of Mane and the skill of, of Mane as well. But he also has the intelligence of the likes of Salah, the likes of... I'm not saying he's on the same level, obviously not. But under Klopp, I believe that you can take the worst player in the world and turn him into somebody in line for the Ballon d'Or. That's what I believe. Klopp's a genius. And if you take a look at our transfer windows in January, we had the likes of Luis Suarez, um, Coutinho, Virgil van Dijk, and now even the likes of Daniel Sturridge are now added to that list of January transfer windows in the winter transfer window um, is Louis Diaz or Louis Diaz however you pronounce his name but more or less on the right path here so how can this affect the squad going into Leicester but also into the Champions League uh, the Carabao Cup final at Wembley the FA Cup which Liverpool are still in Liverpool are still in in a significant amount of competitions that they are competing for uh, and we have a pretty good chance. So we're going to discuss his significance and just how effective he can be. So let's start off. Uh, he will be a preferred for the left winger. Now, initially, Diogo Jota was in the same path, brought in as a substitute for Sadio Mane. But what happened is instead, Jota found himself playing centre-forward. Now, even himself, he said that he wasn't or is not the best false nine or number nine in the world but Jota has that intelligence so now what happened instead of being a substitution for Mane he's become a substitution for Firmino who on his own is class and I like what Klopp is now doing he's taking the initiative 
to put a class substitution in each of the roles that he has. So we're looking at Firmino, he has Jota, Salah used to be Shakiri, but now it's the likes of uh, Chamberlain and Takumi Firmino, not exactly par level, which can't really expect that Salah is the best player in the world right now, but it's been working. There's been no one for Mane, it used to be Jota, but now Jota's gone on to Firmino. So Mane has no one to cover him in terms of direct swaps, as per se. Midfield, we've got a combination of signings and we have all our players back after this uh, international break. Go to Alisson, we have Kelleher, who, as we've, <laughs> we've seen it by now, class, world-class keeper. Trent, I don't think there's anybody for Trent. We have Nico Williams, but we rarely use him. He normally go, Klopp normally goes for James Milner. James Milner being one of the most versatile players I've seen ever in a Liverpool shirt. I could be wrong, but I'm just talking from experience. And then obviously Costa Simicas for Robertson, and that's something I want to touch on now. Costa Simicas, when he was brought in, obviously injury and COVID hit a massive blow in his first season. But in his second season, when he's come back and Robertson got injured, Simicas was given a good run of games. And how this has affected the squad, instead of there being animosity and hatred or just pure jealousy, what it's turned out to be is Robertson went up a level. Robertson saw the threat that Simicas was in a healthy way. Healthy competition is always appreciated. Um, and he's seen what Simikas can do. And he knows that he has to up his game if he wishes to keep his spot in that starting eleven. If he doesn't, Simikas is always there. Now, obviously, Klopp is never going to stop um, playing Robertson over Simikas. Obviously, we know Klopp. He trusts and second chances are a lot for him and it's normally worked out. But obviously, if Simikas has performed better, Simikas will get starting. Um... And that's something that now Louis Diaz, back to the topic at hand, can offer for Sergio Mane, who hasn't had a threat, hasn't had somebody that's knocking on his door that if you don't perform as well as I do, I'm going to be in the starting eleven. you got to work harder. And that's exactly what we love to see from Liverpool. Constant pressure from the players to ensure that they are at their number one, because if there's no one competing for your spot, you know, no matter how terribly you perform, you're still going to have your spot. Now Mane has... His money to run for. He has to go out on a limb here and perform above and beyond. So, trends on South Africa, the trending topics of the day. Louis Diaz at 198,000 tweets in the last hour. That is ridiculous. 199,000. That's ridiculous. And you can just show um, just how much <laughs> we are deprived of a transfer because this is insane. And Diaz is a very, very good. Um, performer, very good, very talented, very skillful, and it, it fits exactly what Klopp's looking for. He's fast, he's direct, he's accurate, he's precise, he's, he's, he's versatile, he's everything that Liverpool need in an attacker, and especially now, with the attacking front three or front four, if you want to add Firmino and Jota, the substitutions between them, it's a very difficult front three or four to get in, and We've seen it before. Jota was a surprise signing, came out of nowhere, blew the door open on the front three, and now has secured his part. Uh, you'd see him starting more than some of the other players. So that's a little bit exciting. And then, uh, something that we need to look at now is many players, uh, fans rather, are concerned if Mo Salah is in danger. His contract is in danger because we brought it to Luis Diaz. That's not true at all. If you go back a few months, you can remember that there was a, an article 
that was posted which basically entailed that Salah won't sign a new deal unless Liverpool strengthen the front three in a way that helps him perform at that high level. So Salah needed reinforcements and he was looking for Erling Haaland at the beginning, but Luis Diaz does the job more than enough. So instead of being a threat, I see this as a potential. Potential to be beneficial to the squad. Now, Diaz can come in and play Champions League football. But we first have to drop a player. Um, according to tweets and research that I've done, the players that are up for being dropped or are the most likely to be dropped so that he can get a space is uh, Nat Phillips from the looks of it. And then we got Takumi Minamino as well. So those two, there's another player, very vague. But those two players are somewhat uh, most likely to be dropped in order for him to, to come in. Uh, sadly, in Liverpool, as we know, the sporting directors love to play sell-to-buy football uh, football um, deals. They love to sell in order to buy. So what we've seen is, every time we needed to buy a player, Liverpool had to argue that they need to sell somebody first. And this is what we've seen. We saw Sakiri, we managed to buy Ibrahim Konate. Now, because we have bought Luis Diaz, apparently, Divock Origi and Tukumi Minamino could go on the market. They weren't supposed to go at the start. Deals from Atalanta, Newcastle, West Ham were all denied from Liverpool for Divock Origi. But now apparently it's very high or very likely chance that uh, Divock Origi and Tukumi Minamino could be leaving Liverpool to free up space in the squad in terms of money and, and actual space for Diaz to come into. Now, on to the next part of this emergency episode because this transfer came out of nowhere Diaz comes into the squad in a time where Liverpool are going to be their strongest in terms of contention or for Klopp to make decisions it's going to be the biggest headache for selection that Klopp has had in a long long time so right now every player that plays for Liverpool right now will be in contention for the Leicester game so if it stays like this and Diaz can play Leicester I'm not sure that he can but if he can, my preferred starting eleven would be Allison in goal, Trent obviously on uh, right back, full back partnership between Trent and Robbo. So Robertson on the left back, uh, Virgil van Dijk. I would go Ibrahim Kanate, not because I got anything against Joel Matip. It's just because Joel Matip didn't work the first time. So we got to do something different. I would go Kanate because he's like van Dijk, and he's got the speed of Gomez. So he's absolutely incredible. And I would go Kanate with Virgil van Dijk. Virgil van Dijk for obvious reasons. In midfield, we'd have everybody back, but we can't rush the players in. Thiago still recovering as we speak. Elliot fully recovered, full training, but they didn't want to rush him in either. And now he's gotten a two-week break to be fully fit. And he's still training with the Liverpool squad as we speak. So, I'm guessing that Klopp's going to go for something of those. But I personally, if Elliot is ready, I would go Elliot and Cater. If not Elliot, due to injury suspicion, then I definitely go Cater. I don't want to go Henderson, but if Thiago is not ready, then it has to be Henderson. I'm not putting Milner for the fact that Leicester are a very aggressive team, and we need uh, Milner is a very energetic and alive footballer, but we need attacking and defensive sense. So obviously, Fabinho in the middle of the park as a CDM. But 
camp partnerships i think it's going to be kater and henderson if not henderson and tiago is ready obviously tiago and if elliot is ready then that's going to be one headache i i think i'll play kater kater has to be there he's fully fit man of the match twice at um afcon so i will go kater it's the other camp that i'm looking for and i think if tiago is ready tiago if not tiago henderson if henderson and elliot are ready i'd put elliot only if he's 100%. Going forward now this is where Diaz comes into into play. I'd put Diogo Jota at center forward. Left wing I'll put Diaz and right wing obviously Mo Salah. He should be back from Afcon then. And on the bench what I'm looking for is since we've gone with Henderson in midfield, let's let's take into a scenario that everybody is not 100%. Not everyone's 100%. So Elliot on the bench with Thiago uh money I don't want to say that but money on the bench he's not going to be too excited for that but basically because of Afcon so Sergio Mane on the bench Divock Origi and then we have Tukumi Minamino that's a good bench also we have Alex Oxley Chamberlain that's a very good bench for the first time I'm actually excited for this bench so that's good that's good and now let's talk something along the lines of an article this is an article by um the liverpool echo and it goes something uh, something like this sometimes timing in football is everything even for a club like liverpool who pride themselves on forensic long-term planning a sudden change in strategy is occasionally enforced the move for porto's louis diaz revealed as much young club is not a huge fan of the winter window and a cursory glance at the january dealings across his time as manager proves as much virgil van dijk the club really made significant splashes in the market midway through the campaign Tukumi Minamino was an opportunistic deal once information about his 7.25 million release clause at Red Bull Salzburg has been gleaned on by sporting director Michael Edwards two years ago while Marco Grubic was loaned back to Red Star Belgrada in 2016 so basically what's happening here is the fans have picked up that Klopp does not like to dip his toes in the January transfer window but what's happened here is simple it was a bit of a competition we had likes of uh, Manchester United who were leading the race for Diaz but there was one per team that was one step ahead of United and that ladies and gentlemen was Tottenham Hotspur they were very close to signing Diaz and Liverpool had the plan to sign him in the summer obviously Klopp does not like to buy players midway through he's done it before for the likes of uh Van Dijk but he doesn't really look forward to it and he wasn't planning on going to do so he was going to wait for Diaz in the summer but because Spurs upped their game and went forward Klopp decided he can't wait any longer and we had to take, make the deal done now Spurs offered him a lot more money than Liverpool were ever going to we all, we all know FSG are stingy and they were never going to offer more than Spurs but somehow I mean it makes sense it's Liverpool Football Club who wouldn't want to join and we've seen that Diaz chose Liverpool over Spurs even though Spurs offered him a higher amount and his dream according to him is he wants to win the Premier League and the Champions League with Liverpool he's dreamed it for his whole life and now he gets to live the dream or at least help the team go forward and this is something that we should be excited for because instead of it being a problem for the squad it's going to be healthy competition the only positions i think that we still need to strengthen properly 
is is three. It's the right back position for Trent. I know we have Nico Williams, but we barely ever hear of him. Uh, competition for Mohamed Salah. Obviously, you can't really compete with Salah. That's like saying you need a substitution for Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo. That's not something that you can just find in any transfer window. You, you really have to look for something like that. But if we had a good second option, now here's where this plays in. A second option. If Klopp, say something happens to Salah, another Afcon, for example, right? Uh, another scenario where it's Afcon, where Salah has to go to international duty. Something like that. While the season is still progressing in the Premier League, the Champions League, the FA Cup, Carabao Cup as well, we do have second options. Jota can play left wing. If Mane is unavailable for Afcon as well, it would only make sense. And Firmino up front, and we can play. If we really think about it, Diaz on the right, not really his preferred role. Or we could play Firmino up front, Jota on right wing, and Diaz on left wing. If it's only Salah who's unavailable and Mane is there, then I'd say play Jota on the right, Mane on the left, Firmino up front, and Diaz as a tactical substitution for Jota. So there's, uh, Diaz coming in is is a safety, it's an insurance for each of our front three. And I think that's one heck of a signing. It's going to be, it's a bargain as well because Liverpool were initially supposed to pay 60 point something million. The figure was around something there, and somehow they managed to wiggle the deal through for 37.5 million. That's like basically half the amount that they were initially asking for. I've got to say, the sporting directors at Liverpool are geniuses. We don't normally buy, but when we do, we get it for a bargain. And no, last time we had someone of this price, Mohamed Salah, we can see what happened to him. So I'm very, I'm very positive and optimistic for what is to come with Louis Diaz. Uh, now that's my opinion, that's my lineup prediction and hopefully it's, it's, it's the case with everybody available. Hopefully Elliot and Thiago are all available. I think we need to just strengthen the right wing, the CDM and the fullback, specifically Trent's position because we have Simicas for Robo. If we can get three of those, I don't even think we need one for the right wing because we've got enough attackers at the moment. But I think it's the other two, CDM and the RB positions that definitely do need a little bit of a competition. And I do feel in the January transfer window, we will be getting someone. Hopefully. Hopefully we will get somebody in those positions to give the team a little bit of a boost, a little bit of a competition so that everybody is doing the best they can. I know Trent's the best right back in the world right now. But to have a competition, you just got to go a little bit a step further. Another player that was a surprise that was supposed to sign this, this, this window was the Fulham player, Fabio Carvajalo. But according to the Fulham manager, Marco Silva, he'll only be letting the player go in the summer. Meaning that we should be done with transfers for now. We shouldn't be expecting any more surprises or pop-ups. But I'm not complaining if we do. We always love to see a signing or two, especially when a fan base like Liverpool are so deprived. So that's Luis Diaz. That's the price. His attributes we've uh, touched on, his positions, how he can affect the team, how he can help us um, moving forward. Uh, the success of the previous January transfer signings, the likes of Daniel Sturridge, Luis Suarez, Philip Coutinho, Virgil van Dijk, and now Diaz. So a lot of weight on your shoulders, but basically the best player in Portugal right now is coming to Liverpool Football Club after denying Tottenham Hotspur. 
Liverpool are massive. We are massive. I couldn't care less. And I'm now I'm really excited to see just how he can affect the team because we are still in very much contention for the Champions League. It's still in our hands 100%. And we play Inter Milan at the San Siro very soon, uh, next month, February. Diaz can come in and help us with that. FA Cup, still very much in it. Carabao Cup, the final, he can play in it. And then the Premier League, we're nine points behind Manchester City. We have a game in hand because we didn't play Leicester. We win that game, we go six points behind them. We beat City at the Etihad. We go three points behind them. And if United beat them, we go zero points, basically tied. And that is if we win our next game after beating them. Our next game right now is Leicester. And we need to win that to keep any hope alive. So it's no room for error. And bringing in a player like Diaz is something that we literally needed for the versatility and the energy, the competition in the squad. So it's safe to say I'm more than excited. I'm very happy with this deal. I'm sure every Liverpool fan is. I mean, when you don't get something for so long, you got to appreciate what you can get, right? But this is not just the case of appreciation. This is a case of satisfaction and, and happiness because I'm happy with this, 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 <laughs> with this transfer. So that's everything I had to speak about on this emergency transfer. We'll speak more about him and his effect when we see him. The next episode should be Leicester City um, coverage for both halves, if nothing else pops up on the way. But thank you for listening. This is the Game Talk with Zetrix. Expect more transfer updates with anything relating to Liverpool Football Club going in or out of the club. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Bye-bye.